and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 272. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how oh, how do you do, sir? I, top of I the morning. Very well. <laughs> top of. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, I'm doing good, Fix. You doing good, yeah? No? How are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I went back to work this week, so I've been streaming. I've been streaming yeah. this week, which has been it's been interesting. It's been interesting. I can only do about two to three hours though, and then I'm like knackered. Like absolutely knackered. But I'm playing video games again, which is lovely. I'm very happy right. to be able to play video games again. I'm playing a game that I wasn't expecting to be playing or liking. Nowhere near as much as I do, which I'll talk about later. Um but what about yourself? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm I'm feeling better. For yeah. The most part, um, a little bit of a sore throat that come, a sore throat that comes and goes. It's not yeah. like they're consistently. Yeah. Um, and then sticks with you as well, don't with, it? Uh, yeah. And then uh, some hardness of breath again that comes and goes isn't there consistently either. Yeah, you definitely had COVID, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But you say, so it's weird. Hey, so for those who don't know, Haley has COVID. Um, and she can't come out of isolation until Tuesday. And, but she doesn't have the same symptoms as what you've had with like the loss of breath or anything like that. She's just had feverish and fatigue and, and mm. she's a, she's had a confirmed case, which is, yeah, which is weird. I haven't got it, but I don't know if I've had it or not. So it's all, it's all weird. It's all, it's all, oh man. Can you, I remember when we were first talking about COVID at the start, when we were talking about it on the podcast, yeah. Can you believe it's still going? <laughs> it's crazy. It's, we, it's been like a year. It's mad. We got a, we got a wild. vaccine over in the UK. Yeah, I heard about that. But yeah. but now we're all scared to take the vaccine in case there's long term side effects, which we don't know. Yeah. So yeah, but to be fair, like people don't know if there's long term side effects with COVID as well. Yeah, not obviously, but yeah, yeah. look, I don't, I, I, the, the government, I man, I don't try. Uh, yeah. I'm not, don't, don't get it twisted. I'm not anti-vax or anything like that. Like, no, I'm not that, but man, I just don't know. I just don't know, you know? You know. I hear you. If you didn't know, this is my Xbox and me, our weekly Xbox podcast where we talk things all things xbox jesus i know what i'm up to there uh you can get the show early over on patreon.com slash mc fixer you can find us on all podcast services google play spotify amazon i got myself an alexa crush oh yeah during the black friday sales so there was a deal on a fire stick and a echo together and my mum wants a fire stick for christmas so i was just like oh might as well it works out cheaper sort of thing uh, why wouldn't that yeah. So I've got one and I'm sitting around playing with it. And then Haley's like, she didn't say it properly. She was like, check out my Xbox and me. Like, and it didn't work. And I was like, no, I know it works for a fact. So I said it. And then it was both of our voices. And I was like, huh, Oh, this is weird. This is weird. But yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, don't forget to also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash my Xbox and me, where you can catch the video. Uh, and also don't forget, and I forget to tell people this every week, the show comes out every Friday for non-Patreon supporters. So 
keep that in mind when you're looking for the show. Uh, Patreon producer this month, of course, is Erin Guard. Big shout out to Erin Guard, and thank you for all that you do for myself and the community going around. So thank you so much, Erin Guard, for your support. Topic of the show this week, Crash. We are doing the Game Awards predictions. We haven't done a prediction show in ages. Like a really long time. Yeah. If we yeah, think about been... it, like usually we do them for like everything. Like anytime there's an excuse, it's like, hey, topic of the show, we'll make a prediction easy. Like this week, I was like, time. yeah, exactly. This week, I was like, oh, well, we haven't done one in a long time. So why not? Why not do a, a Game Awards predictions? We're obviously predicting the announcements. We're not predicting the winners and things like that. Because we already, I already know, Crash, real talk. Who do you, what do you think is going to win Game of the Year? Uh, I mean, Last of Us 2 will probably win. Last of Us 2 is going to clean up, and I don't think it should. Yeah. I don't think it should. I still haven't beat it, so don't know. Yeah, you don't get to talk then. Sorry. Yeah. I, I think Final Fantasy 7 is so much better than, than Last of Us 2. Different games, obviously, but ones that left... I did really like Final Fantasy Seven. Such a good game. Such a good, good game. game. Such a good game. But I'm still, I'm still kind of like in shock how much you liked that game. Yeah, it's more annoying the fact that it didn't come, on, it didn't come out on Xbox. So mm. it won't win Game of the Year for my Xbox and me. Yeah, That's frustrating. Let me tell you. Yeah. That's frustrating. <laughs> but, you know, there's been some great games out on Xbox this year. So, you know, we'll talk about them. It's, the end of the year is coming. We're, we're there, you know? Yeah. We're there. So yeah. we'll see what happens with it. Uh, but we're forward with what we do is we go back and forward. Five predictions for the Game Awards crush. Um, do you want to kick us off with number one? What are you, what are you thinking? Where are you at? Sure. So uh, it's, about, it's about that, uh, that time. That NetherRealm announces their next game. Oh, you know, okay. Last time they announced the game was at Game Awards in 2018, I want to say. It was Mortal Kombat 11. Okay. So I think I think it's about time that they announce a new one. And I think, I think, this is a little bit of a stretch. And to be fair, the safe bet here would be to assume that it's going to be the next Injustice game, right? I would have but, thought so, but maybe they're done with Injustice. I think, I think what they're gonna do is Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. No, now for why? anybody who's curious, they had a game, Mortal Kombat versus DC yeah. Universe. It was horrible. Mm. It was really bad. But they were in a, a quite a run of making not so great Mortal Kombat games, and they've sort of fixed it. They've yeah. gotten it together. And in games, they've sort of like teased this like shared universe and stuff like this. And oh, uh, okay. So you so, think now's the time? I think now's the time, especially because they wanna. They've talked about wanting to do other games as well. That like you sort of put them both together and out there, and it's like you could keep making content for that game in the long term with new characters and fighter packs and all that. Yeah, and then maybe work on something else. So you think we'll get another fighting game before we get a a different game from Neverrealm? Uh, yeah. Okay. So I, I, I thought I, you were gonna yeah. go the other way with it. I thought you were gonna go. Neverrealm's going to release a new game, blah, 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 yeah. blah, but it's not a fighting game. That's where I thought you were going. I, I think it would be too early for them to show off a new game that's not a fighting game, like a brand new IP or something like that. I think it would just be too early to do that. Okay. Fair I enough. do think that they're like, Working at least in like the planning phases or something like that for some, something along those lines. I just think it's too early to show something like that. Mm. I respect it. I respect it. I may not like it, but I respect it. 
because you know okay. that's what I do. My number one is a is a it's a cheeky one, I guess, which is a uh, Fortnite will be shown at the Game Awards, obviously, but we will also see the Master Chief uh, being playable in Fortnite along with the Warhog and the Gravity Hammer. Um, this all sort of kind of maybe not maybe so kind of sort of leaked on Twitter. Did you see the images that were up there? Which yeah. definitely could be fake. Yeah. Definitely could be fake. But I generally feel like Fortnite, the fact that you can buy Kratos on Xbox yeah. in Fortnite is mind boggling to me. So clearly, and Xbox are definitely not worried about that sort of thing. And to see the leak come out, and it, it's it's the fact that we haven't seen it in high res as well, that kind of, to me, is like, yes, no, someone's like managed to get this, but not... Like, you know when you see a fake, you expect it to be in high res? I do anyway. Yeah. But that could just be like... That, that could, some they could be so good. Like, that would be... Uh, if we yeah. do it clean, like we got this clean image, if we put it out like this, let's add some Gaussian blur yeah. to this and yeah, like, yeah. some people. Yeah, no, yeah. And it really would have... It really would confuse me. Yeah. What I think is, I don't think Microsoft have got much to show at the moment. Mm. They're still working on a lot of things. We know State of Decay, Fable, uh, Everwild, like the list goes on, Fools are there's so much yeah. there's so much in the chamber, but I don't think any of it's ready. So I feel like something Master Chief related Halo, of course. Um but something Master Chief related, still Xbox related at the game awards needs to be there. And I feel like this is big enough that it gets its own announcement trailer thing you know like the, you've seen the kratos um like intro video have you seen it do you know I haven't seen okay that. well there is one for it but i can imagine them yeah. they've produced like a highly a higher one for master chief which they want to show that off to the world and the game awards is a great yeah. place to hold it for that i think yeah no i i mean it makes sense i i, I generally do agree that like microsoft probably has to show something it might not be like the biggest thing. yeah it might be something just like to get attention to get people talking about xbox in some sort of way yeah okay. I, I just to be very clear all of my announcements are all third party stuff like i just don't expect to see i don't expect to see xbox do anything big at the game awards yet i feel like we're in this weird period as well where like no one wants to put too much pressure on anybody to get anything out on time so no i don't feel like anyone's going to be announcing anything for a while so yeah i don't know yeah. i just to me it just seems like a weight game more than a oh i've got something to show i, I feel like the game awards this year is going to be so many smaller announcements compared to big announcements but it's a four-hour show yeah just the, yeah. the fact no, that it's a four-hour show still scares me i'm like oh god there's awards you have to remember the main thing is the awards no, not the announcement I, I understand that obviously yeah, but yeah. but it's also virtual this year as well. So even more time, like these 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 uh exception speeches could have been cut down. Like that means they're still going to be really long. Yeah, it'll uh it'll it'll definitely be a very interesting watch. I really hope the production's on point with it. It has to be. Really, it'd be yeah. like the opening night live that they did. The production on that was very good with uh, Jeff yeah. and you had Sidney Goodman in two different locations. I think this is taking place in three different locations, if I'm not mistaken, which is like. Where is it? LA, uh, London, and somewhere else, if I'm not mistaken. So I feel like the production value is going to be on point. Okay. Yeah. But what do you think? What do you think of my number one? 
Um, I think I I saw this, uh, and I was like, oh man, Fix is going for them easy ones. Because I went when you first sent me the easy. show notes, that's the only one you had there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the Master Chief one, and this had leaked, and it leaked around the same time as the Kratos one. I'm like, that's kind of like you know, it's a soft. I, I just I feel like it's yeah. I mean, look, I'm I'm trying to win this time. Like I, every I time it. we do this, and then you come out with some bullcrap one where you're like, oh yeah, this is gonna happen. Seven remaster. Oh my god, get the hell out of here. Um, so I'm like, no, I want to win. I want to win this time. And look, I just come out of hospital thinking too much. Hurts my brain. So I gotta go. I, I gotta go for those low though. Those low ones. All right, I gotta go for them. I absolutely no qualms with this. You you know you do you. Thank you. You do you. Thank you. I appreciate it. What's your number two? My number two. Uh, you talked about like Microsoft not showing anything first party. And I think, yeah. I'm 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 inclined to kind of agree, but you know, there's part of me that's still hopeful for something to get announced. If you guys don't know, before I, every year I used to say Battle Toads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Battletoads. Now I gotta have a new prediction every mm. year, and it's Killer Instinct. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I predict Killer Instinct will be shown. The more time passes, the more I'm worried that this game's just being forgotten about. This yep. IP is just like didn't make enough even though i think the way they did killer instinct made sense for game pass before game pass was out the way they rolled out content and all killer that in, the problem i think you're right but i think killer instinct was actually before its time in terms of yes i fight a game that's free to play that has like a it was like you pay for each character if you wanted to yeah. or you could buy the whole game but that was such a novice concept back in 2015 yeah. When the Xbox One released, I remember like getting the game and yeah. playing it and be like, "Oh, this is dope." How do I play with other people and other characters? And then being like, "Ten ninety nine a character? I'm like hell no!" Like, and then you dip and back. It was um, it was twenty bucks for all the characters I, when it released. I understand yeah. that, but when you're a, a missing foot, when this was the first oh, time, absolutely. first yeah. time of something coming back, you're like, "What? This makes no sense!" This like, it don't make sense. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I don't even think it was more gross. It's more just a fact of. I didn't understand it. Now we live in a world where battle passes are a thing. And yeah. imagine, imagine a free, a free killer instinct with a set, let's say five characters and you can buy other characters, but there's also a battle pass for different skins and different yeah. characters. And they then have the seasons. Cause that was the one, again, one of the first games that I remember having seasons. Yeah. Like the world now understands what they were trying to do before they did it. So I, I, yeah. I agree with you. I think again, it's that thing where as well, game pass. So maybe you don't even need, maybe you still need all that stuff, but game pass helps it as well. Where it's like, yeah, everybody has it. I say everyone, most people yeah. have access to it. Um, exactly. So there's always a player base and it doesn't die off as quickly. It, it, yeah. <laughs> as quickly. Cause all games die at some point. Let's be real. Leading edge. Oh, rest in peace. Okay, let's be honest. That did that game ever live? It came just, out this know? year, Crash. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't wait till we have our like. I can't wait that... till we have our game of the year talk at the end of the year, and then like mention all the games that Xbox released this year yeah. to go. I didn't plan off of this, or I didn't do that, and I didn't do this, and yeah, it's gonna be crazy. That really feels like a last year game, even though you're you're absolutely right. It, it was this year, year, right? I'm not wrong. Yeah, no, no, you're a hundred percent correct. It was like March this year or something like that. Um, you are absolutely correct about that, but you're a hundred percent correct. Also, it does not feel like it was a this year game. That I want to let everybody know. I just put in bleeding egg instead of bleeding edge. Very important to me. Yeah, March, March twenty fourth, it came out officially. Yeah. It's 
it's uh well xbox got them games <laughs> um yeah yeah fix uh number two hit me with it mm. i want a spicy one yeah no these are spicy man i'm sorry uh we will see a trailer for brendan green's new game the maker of PUBG, obviously, obviously, okay. and we know it's not a BR game. So, my thought process of this is: I'm pretty sure this was announced at last year's Game Awards. That we got like a weird little teaser of the logo thing, and them going through like a jungle. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yes. Um. So I feel yeah. like they may have more than that now. And they already have that built-in relationship with the Game Awards. It's like, this is another, like I was saying beforehand, it's not going to be AAA. It's not going to be, like, the first parties. But I feel like it's big enough that it might still get headlines in a way of, like, check out the new game from the PUBG yeah. creator. I, so, I think you also have to remember, like, the Game Awards, like, not everything that they announce is, like, the biggest no. of the games. Of course so, not. Like, I, I, yeah, so I, I do think this would definitely be something that we could see there. I just I think um, it makes sense. Yeah. Do you uh do you have a guess on what genre the game will be? I still think it's a shooter. Or? Shooter. I think it'll be a third person. I feel, I feel like it still will be relatively like PUBG, just not PUBG and not Battle Royale. Like so like a third person story I think it's story driven. I don't even think it's a story driven. Yeah, I think it'll be story driven. I feel like Right. I feel like that's something they've spoken about as well. Brendan's spoken about with like PUBG. Like, do you not remember? It was like, oh, we're thinking about adding story to it. And like, oh, we might do a movie and there's lore. And da -da -da. I feel like this game will still be set in the PUBG universe in a Got way. It, but, but it's a be... side story going on with the same similar mechanics sort of thing. To explain PUBG and why it exists. Maybe not. I mean, maybe not in not so on the nose, but maybe in like files that you pick up. It could be like, uh, oh, and we're doing this thing where we put prisoners on a aeroplane and the last yeah. one to survive gets to leave. Like, and they just build mm. on that, but it's a little bit less on the nose than that. And it's in writing, it's in text, it's in mm. VO, it's in stuff like that, maybe. Like, I feel like... So what you're, go on. Sorry. So what you're saying is they're making a Resident Evil game. <laughs> PUBG, Resident Evil has a great story <laughs> with great cutscenes. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Uh, the disrespect, Chris. It's not the you realize I didn't even not. understand Resident Evil until I hit like twenty, right? Like that's the crazy yeah, it's thing. All in, it's all that's that's the crazy thing. That's crazy, crazy. Damn. But the, to be fair, give it to the remakes. The remakes make sense compared to like the OG oh, games. Yeah, at least with two. I I never played the original. To be fair, but like two makes sense. Like through and through, you play through the game for the most part. It makes sense. They all make sense. They all make sense. You just, you know, but you gotta look for it a bit more. So many times. Yeah, I'm biased. I hope they make sense <laughs> to you at this point. <laughs> if they don't make sense to me, we're in trouble. <laughs> we're in trouble. Um, what about you? Number two. What you got? Oh, number three. Sorry. Number three. Uh, Ruin King, a League of Legends story. I think we get gameplay for it here. Uh, Remind they me what this I is. I think it was. Oh, it's the action RPG. I think they had announced it last year. Or they showed it off last year at the Game Awards or something along those lines. But wait, what is this though? Uh, this is the Riot game. The, the story one. one. Of the games. The, yeah. They're building story into League of Legends, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Exactly. 
Oh, so, you've, so I, I, I yeah, think we've okay. seen that here in some some capacity, be it gameplay, or release date, or whatever it is. I think a release date's too soon, but I do think we see some sort of gameplay for it here. Hmm. Yeah. Would that actually excite you at all? Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the game. Fair enough. I don't play League anymore, so you know, <laughs> something that I could be like, I'm good at. I'm good at a League of Legends game. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice for you, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, number three for me is I think we will see the first official trailer um, for The Wolf Among Us too. I feel like it's been a enough time now since The Wolf Among Us was announced um, that it was still alive, and I feel like. I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, I don't know if it's going to be episodic or whatever, but I feel like enough time has passed. And again, it's another, I, I'm trying to think about it in more terms of like write-ups as well. Like, I feel like the Fortnite thing grabs headlines. The Brendan Green yeah. thing, I think gets, it does get clicks enough, especially if they do a good trailer. Same thing with the Wolf Probably Among Us. big enough at some point. Yeah. yeah and the, the same thing with, uh, with uh, the Wolf Among Us um, too. Like enough people are going to be interested in that that gets eyeballs on the show. So yeah, I feel like I feel like that would be a good one to announce. And I can't wait for it. A Wolf Among Us is probably the best Telltale game they made outside of maybe Walking Dead season one. But I actually, I yeah, is it is it the same team? No, it's not. We know it's not the same team. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's like... that's the one thing that worries me really with yeah. it is it isn't the same team. Do they have the love for the series the way that team did? If if the, do you know what I mean? Like it's it's one of those ones yeah. where it's like you're handing it off to to different people. Are they going to be able to to do it and do it justice? And we've waited so long now for a for a season two. Think about all the games um, that we got between a Wolf Among Us one that came out in 2013 and. The next one, you got Batman, Guardians, yeah, um, multiple seasons of Batman, I should say, uh, multiple seasons of The Walking Dead, which were all up and down. If we're being totally honest, um, tells from the Borderlands, Game of Thrones, just so yeah. many games have come out in between that and then The Wolf Among Us. And again, we got our first look of Wolf Among Us at Game Awards last year, so I feel like, again, yeah. it could be another one of those. It fits. A trailer comes like out, maybe with a release date, and this it comes out next year, you know? Yeah. No. Um, I could definitely, I could definitely see that. That was almost one of my predictions. Oh, really? That was almost one of, yeah. But I decided to make a prediction on the other Among Us. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I think, uh, so, it's confirmed Among Us is going to be there. Yeah. And they've been teasing their new map. I think they're going to take it a step further, and they're going to also announce a console release date for the game. Um, I, I think, you know, ride the wave while it's still hype. Is it still uh, hype? People, A lot of people still play it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you that a lot of people still play it, but is it the hype? I, that's a good question. I don't know if it's necessarily the hype. I think once a new map comes out, I think like ride the wave of the new map more. Do you think a new map does that game justice? You think that's like can get people back in? Because yeah, I only like, playing like playing the one map. I only like playing that first map. Uh, I like all three maps. Oh, okay, I, interesting. I hate getting in lobbies where they only play the one map, the, ah, base, uh, the basic map. I, I like. I personally like all the uh, all the maps, and I hear a lot of people talking about it, and they're like, "We want new maps. Once a new map comes, we'll be excited for it, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. So I do think. Uh, 
hype comes with to some degree with the new map. I hear that. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, that was number four, right? Yeah. Yep. In the same vein, an another game that I feel like is losing its hype, but could get it back very easily and to a whole new player base, Fall Guys. I feel like Fall Guys come into Xbox. I don't actually think it will just be Xbox. I actually think it will be Xbox Ninten and the Nintendo Switch, where I think that game would live perfectly on the Switch. Um, yep. But what I do think is maybe Xbox will sort them out with a deal where it comes to Game Pass as well Ooh, so like that. i feel because i feel like it's one of those things where it's like we've just made a ton of money through playstation why do we need to bring it to xbox but it's more like xbox going to them and be like hey we'll pay for production cost and we'll put it in game pass so you'll get a lump sum there yeah. and everything else on top of that's profit as well because that game will drive people will yeah. buy that game again on a different console to play with their friends they have spoke about cross play coming and things like that as well between playstation and pc yeah. so it's like why not have it on all the other platforms and the game yeah. awards again it's big enough where i feel like people would actually be surprised that it's coming to these consoles and be excited about it i like that i like that it, it would also help with the especially if crossplay comes out help with the uh declining player base i almost said dying player base but i don't think that's accurate with that game um no it's still relatively popular i know people that still it's a bit like it's a little yeah. bit like among us again where it's like i never struggle to get a game on any platform that i try and play it yeah um people if you if i said to nine times out of ten if i said to people do you want to play full guys they're like yeah sure because one of those pick, those easy group, yeah. pick up and play and relax and Just chill fun, yeah it. yeah it's perfect okay. for that so yeah okay okay i like that your last one what you got for me number five mm -hmm. um this one is uh I, I think i think we're gonna get some some elden ring i think we're gonna see the game i almost i, I don't almost think we're getting gameplay yeah i don't think it's gonna be a gameplay trailer i don't think it's gonna be like you know one of those where they call it a gameplay trailer but you can't really tell if it's gameplay or not i don't <laughs> yeah. think we're getting that it's gonna be very much so this is a cgi trailer they're not gonna show much mm -hmm. they're probably gonna make people even more confused mm -hmm. but i do think we see it here yeah, I, I totally had this one on the tip of my tongue, but it was too easy. It was It's too easy to go, Elden Ring, something, you know? Um, but, yeah. but I do agree with you, which is, we've been waiting, was it, is it two years now? 2018, they showed up? Yes. Yeah. I believe it was I'm, I'm Game Awards sure. 2018, right? It was 2018 or 2019. I, I think it was 2018. It was whenever the Xbox was revealed. Okay, so it was last year then. I didn't think it was okay, that year. 2019. But... I, th I think it was. The 2019, yeah. Um, yeah, my, no, yeah, you're right. It must have been 2019. Yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty sure... Uh, I'm pretty sure it had the uh, Xbox marketing and all that, and it was the same exact show that the console was revealed. Hmm. Maybe. And that was a pretty big deal. Yeah. No, yeah, I... I totally... Yeah, it was 2019. Gotcha. There you go. Oh, it was it wasn't even at Game Awards. It was at the uh, Microsoft press conference, E3 2019. Damn. It yeah. was. Wow. Yeah. Again, we missed a whole year with like the way it's all been. It's been yeah. super, 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 super weird. So, Crash, I've just looked 
yes, the, yeah. on the second, Jeff Keighley tweeted that it's true. Get your first look of the new Among Us map live at the Game Awards next Thursday. So that's already been confirmed. Yeah. Damn. I'm halfway there. Uh, and he's tweeted out Full Guys Season 3. Hashtag the Game Awards. Oh, that'd be a new season? New console? I don't know. I feel, ah, man, weird. You feel like, you feel like neither of them are going to land now? No, I don't. But. I'm hopeful. Yeah, me too. Me too. My last I'm one. I'm for either or, because I, I feel like either or would be like a great have on, uh, on Xbox and consoles. Yeah, that's my thing. It's more just getting these games onto consoles and getting console players to be able to play them. Super yeah. important. Uh, last one is EA will announce a new Fight Night game. Crash, this is like my battle toads for you. Like, yeah. I just want it to happen. Like, I'll keep saying it on every prediction show. Uh, I've added a little caveat. I actually tweeted this out and deleted the tweet because no one liked the tweet, so I took it down, you know. I'll be having my Twitter looking like a scrub like that. Right. New Fight Night game gets announced by EA. And we find out they've licensed the YouTube boxes to bolster out that. Because the big thing about Fight Night and boxing games is the licensing has been a bitch for them. Yeah. Because each uh, boxer has their own different fight team sort of thing, different licensing. That's why, like, Floyd Mayweather's never been in a fight night, if I'm not mistaken, um, because he owns his own licensing and wanted to charge too much money. Where I feel like, like, getting a KSI and a Logan Paul, a Jake Paul, um, a bunch of others. I don't know how much you've watched YouTube boxing and things like that. Probably not that much. But I feel like getting those people are... They're big names that help sell the game. Mm. Number one. And they're probably cheaper than actual boxes. So, not that we won't get actual boxes as well, as I'm not saying we won't, but to bolster out that that right. uh, that roster of boxes, I feel like it could be a bit of fun. I don't know. It works. And it kind of works also as a marketing tactic, right? KSI versus Jake Paul. You've wanted to see it for yeah. how long, blah, 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 blah. Now play it in Fight Night. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah. I feel like it, and I feel like that's that's such an easy way to get YouTubers to play the game yeah. as well. So if you know anything about YouTube, you put KSI in the title, it bangs. <laughs> like, it's simple as like, you're going to do good numbers. So I feel like every YouTuber in the bloody world is going to be like, I want to play as KSI or whoever else, Logan Paul, whoever. Um, and there's enough of them nah. like you just had Mike Tyson talking about YouTube boxing after he just did his um, Hollywood like his uh, uh, exhibition fight and it was right. it was weird to hear him being like the only reason I did this was because of these kids like they showed oh. me that I could get back in the game and box because it's not so much about the level of boxing it's about the entertainment of boxing as well as right, so I just yeah. feel like that's a perfect like one-two punch, no pun intended. Nah, definitely pun intended. I'm sorry. Um, for everyone, right? Where they're like, yeah, everyone's a winner. People are getting paid. We get to make a new game. Perfect. Yeah. No, that that definitely does uh, help with what I think would be night, uh, Fight Night's biggest issue, which is having a a substantial roster. Yeah, is getting YouTubers into it. So that's a uh... just a fool. Just a fool. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping you're correct about this fix. Me too. Me too. 
because I really need a new fight night. Really, you've been talking about it for forever. We've had a new fight night since the 360 champion, which is a fantastic game. I say it all the time, but 20 a whole generation 13. To be fair, we're in a whole generation about GTA as well, so that is very true. Correct. That's not surprising, no, because they just made so much money, they printed money. So, fight did, so, did, making, so did EA like, with FIFA. That's true. It's how do you, how do you monetize, but how do you monetize, because it's the same thing, it's like, uh, how, how do you monetize, monetize the... the boxing game beyond the $60? Yeah, that's actually a really good point. That's where it especially all, that's where the conversation comes in. you have to charge for boxers. Mm -hmm. Like, the boxer, are like, I want to get paid, and they're worth a lot, so they're like, I want a lot. Yeah. You know? Mm, that's a really good I point. I think that's why you've not seen it, where, like, UFC fighters, UFC own every fighter, so you're just yeah. making that one licensing agreement with ufc where boxing is so much different so yeah <sighs> i don't know crush i've made a huge boo-boo and i've not added the fan questions in to fix the okay. sack uh could you Would quickly you like just go into them? discord yeah please could you go into discord and just read them out for me okay um first question what is your craziest guess for a surprise premiere at the awards that's just we did our guesses yeah but we can we can and, my thing is, is they're all about presenters. I feel is like that, was that about? I feel like it's present like what's the the biggest surprise presenter of the of an actual award? No, I don't think so. No, no, because it's what is your craziest guess for surprise premiere? Oh, okay, at the awards. If I had to pick yeah. one off the top of my head, like a crazy one, um, we see Kojima's new game. Yeah. It'd probably be with PlayStation again, just because that relationship's now already built and they probably made a ton of money um, off of Death Stranded, even though it wasn't everybody's cup of tea. I feel like you could go, you see Kojima's new game and it's Silent Hill. Because that's the rumor. Yeah. The rumor is that, that, is rumor, that, yeah. that Kojima's, they're working on Silent Hill again. <coughs> I don't think so. Right. I don't think so. I, I I don't either. But that's where I that's where my head goes to. That crazy. Rabbids oh. two. Never gonna happen. Mario Rabbids. Yeah, too. yeah. Master Chief Rabbids. <sighs> that's what's happening. Yo, I would love. Do you remember when they had the Master Chief Mega Blocks stuff? The game? No, it wasn't a game. I don't think. I think oh, it you're was just about the actual like mega actual mega. I think they had like a game that had like leaked that was an alpha or something. Oh, okay, like, interesting. Wrong about that. Imagine that, but it likes tactics, Halo tactics, but cute art style, Mega Block style. It could work. I, I to be fair, like it could work because I <laughs> I didn't think Mario attacked <laughs> no Mario rabbits would work, and it was fantastic. Yeah. I never yeah, beat it, it and my cousin still has my cartridge, still has it. Lent it to her three years ago. Said to her, can I have it back? She keeps telling me no. <laughs> just, no, you can't. Straight up, Might just not. no. 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 Uh, yeah, there's that. Um, have you got a wild one? Have you got one that, like... Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake Xbox release date. That'd be nice. That would be really nice. Yeah. Do you think there's anything they could add to, like, make it better on Xbox? Next gen version. So I don't think there's anything they could, like. There's no, add. no content wise, right? That they could add yeah. that, like. Man, I just want more content. Because like, if they weren't, if they weren't working on the next chapter already, 
then maybe like if it was a kingdom hearts three right where it's like they don't know where they're going with the next direction maybe they add some secret bosses and like this extra stuff like what you usually get with the final mix version yeah maybe they would do something like that but i assume because they already know where they're going with the rest of it and the next chapter that that's not something they do yeah who's the dude at the end what season uh, you don't know oh we can't Sephiroth. no not him don't say actually just in case spoilers don't say it Oh, oh, okay. Don't yeah. say it. I, Tell me after. I know. I, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but okay. don't tell me. Yeah, we'll talk no, about it after. Um, next question. <laughs> next question. Uh, second. Here we go. Why isn't Tell Me Why nominated for Game of the Year or Best Narrative? I don't think it was Game of the Year. I, I personally, I've not played Hades. But I yeah. do, I do think Last of Us, Hades, Final Fantasy VII. I think Animal Crossing is actually up there as well, if I'm not mistaken. I think the games that are in the Game of the Year talk are the right games. Personally, I know people were very upset about Ghost of Tsushima not being in there, um, but for me, the games that are there, I'm not upset by because Final Fantasy VII, in my opinion, is the Game of the Year. Yeah. Why it's not in there for best narrative, I don't have a clue. I will, I even, I put it You're... out there. I put it out there on Twitter, and the uh, the other dev uh, who follows me, he yeah. was like, "No, he wasn't robbed. We're still up for an award." Blah blah blah. And I was just like, "Forget that. I don't want that energy, my dude. You are robbed. Uh, you were for best narrative. How is it not up there for best narrative? I don't know how. I don't know how." Yeah, I don't know. Do you remember what the games are? For best narrative, In best narrative. I can, yeah. I can look. Give me a second. I'll have a look. Uh, um. Oh, here it is. Um, Thirteen Sentinels, which I haven't played. Nope. Final Fantasy VII remake. Yep. Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. Hades. Yep. Last of Us Part Two. And um, so no, and no. Tell me why, right? Tell me why it's not there. No, no. Tell me why. Yeah. Um. I played four of those games. I never finished Last of Us, so I can't really speak on that. Didn't finish Ghost of Tsushima. Can't speak on that. I never spoke. I never finished Ghost of Tsushima. I actually didn't think the narrative was that strong. I think it's well this really strong. Like the narrative. Okay, interesting. I, um, I, yeah, I, I like the narrative for that one. For um, those who were wondering on the game of the year, which I was um talking about, it was uh Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing, and Last of Us Two. So I understand it not being in that category, personally. Yeah. But best narrative? I haven't played the 13th Sentinel. I have played Final Fantasy yeah. and loved it. I played Ghost of Tsushima and don't think its narrative is the, isn't the driving force for me when I play that game. Haven't played Hades and Last of Us 2 is great, but it's more Last of Us. Yeah. I, I don't... I, 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 what's Hades like for narrative? It's weird. Like it, the narrative's solid, but I don't think the narrative's anything special. Mm. Like personally, and I haven't played all of Hades. I would probably, from what I've played, I would probably put Tell Me Why over Hades in that category. Okay. Um, and then I haven't played Thirteen Sentinel. Yeah. So um, the only Tell Me Why is the only game it's there for is games for impact. A thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Tell me why it has to win that. Uh, have you played any of the other games? No. What's your point? Tell me what has yeah, to I win. I think that. you make that statement. I mean, I can, and I made my vote. So, 
I I generally agree with you, <laughs> with your statement because Tell Me Why is the only game I played on that list. Exactly. So it must be big. It, it must is be. fantastic. So I wouldn't be surprised if Tell Me Why wins. Don't don't get it twisted. It better. Absolutely. You know what upsets me about this category though? It better not just be pushed over. You know when Jeff does that whole thing where he's like, "Oh, it's and like, tell me oh, why they I won." Off and tell me why I won best game for Impact. Like, nah, bro. Yeah. You give Don't Nod and you give Xbox the credit that they're due. And you know what's crazy? You know, I remember when um, I remember when Tell Me Why I got announced, and so did um, what's the other one that just came out and got panned? Oh, um, I've got the game. Uh, I've I've got it. They sent me a code. Um, it just came out. No. Yeah, it just yeah. came out. What's it called? Jesus, it's gonna stick in my head. I'm not gonna remember. Let me just have a look. Don't. Entertainment, what games did they just... Uh, Twin Mirror. Yeah. And I remember being like, yo, Twin Mirror. That's the one I'm playing. Not don't, not uh, tell me why. And then Twin Mirror's come out and it's just been absolutely trashed. Absolutely. Really? I don't... And do, do you remember we read an article... We read a, a news story about how they've got tons of games in development. Yeah. And we both said, please don't become like Telltale. Where yeah, and and Twin Mirror's already proved where like they put out two games. One is the best thing since sliced bread. Fantastic, brilliant, amazing, made me cry. Yeah. The other one, I haven't played it yet, so I'm gonna hold my reserves. But people are just right. not. I'm talking fours and fives. This game. Oh, okay. How? So it's not even like a seven or eight. No, fours okay. and fives. Okay. All right, that's quite the crazy. Yeah. Oh man. I really hope that this is an outlier. Eurogamer gave it a one star. Out of ten? No, out of five. Or out of five. Come on. Okay. Avoid. I'm just Let me just say Awkward, riddled with plot holes, and unintentionally offensive. This is Dote Nod's words offering to date. Oh wow. Crazy. Wow, wow, wow. I really hope that this is an outlier for them because tell me why is fantastic. Like, it is a really amazing game. Yeah, crazy. But uh, we're getting off topic a little bit. What was the question again? Why wasn't, why um, wasn't, why, the question was why wasn't. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I don't, I don't think it was, yeah, I don't think it was game of the year, and I just don't think, um, I don't think enough people played it, if I'm being honest, because it yeah. was Xbox, and even still, I don't think enough people played it on the judges' panels to be like, yeah, this has to be in the nominee uh, for narrative, yeah. so... It's a I shame, that. but that's probably why. Next one. I agree with that. Uh, next one and the last one. If Halo Infinite does launch in 2021, do you feel like recency bias could give it an edge over games released late 2020 that missed the cutoff of 2020 noms like Cyberpunk 2077? Hmm. I, I, you know? I completely understood every word you said there. I, do you know what it I mean? It was a well thought out idea. Well, well, well said. I don't know. I don't. I just think Cyberpunk's going to be that good. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't think so. Like, what else is coming out? Like, I, I a more thing that's rising. Yeah. Like what? More, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what else comes out this in December. Like, we, you're only really comparing it to games that come out. Just off that cut off, that cut off of November yeah. and then in December. So yeah, 
I assume that this comes because of uh, people saying that Jedi uh, got snubbed this year at the Game Awards. Again. Yeah. yeah. Because, because old uh, game's old and people don't think old about game's it. Old. Yeah. Yeah. But I also want to say that like this year also in general was a really good year for games as well. Yeah, and, like in a lot of the categories that it would have been up for, it would have like steep competition where you could see it not getting those. Um, and we don't know what next year looks like. But also like Cyberpunk's, Cyberpunk's supposed to be a really big game that by the come time, the end of next year, there will be people probably still playing Cyberpunk. Yes. It will still be relevant to a degree. Mm -hmm. You'll still see articles going up on IGN about guides and all this stuff. It'll still be talked about. So I, I don't think for Cyberpunk in particular, that uh recency bias will affect it in any way shape or form immortal phoenix rising maybe but what are the chances that that'll be talked about game of the year or any of those categories by the time uh the end of next year comes around right yeah no 100 percent. i think it's that thing for me where it's just like i don't review cyberpunk as a 2020 game because in my head i'm not getting it till next year i'm not getting i'm not getting around to it till next year probably like really, it yeah. comes out. It comes out literally in six days, right? And yeah. then everyone keeps talking about it in my chat. Like, are you getting cyberpunk? Oh, you're gonna be streaming cyberpunk. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I want to play it, and we've got to talk about it on the podcast. And so, a part of me for my job, I'm like, yeah, I've got to do this. But I'm playing them all with Fees and Rising. I'm, I'm, I've got Assassin's Creed to play. I've got COD to play. I've got. Watchdogs. Watchdogs Legions to finish. It will start and finish. I've got, you know, when I'm just sort of like, I've got too much to play yeah. to be worrying about Cyberpunk as on top, which Cyberpunk's a 70 hour game. Yeah. It's just like, I just, I just don't know. I just don't yeah, know. No, I'm, I, I absolutely agree with you. It is going to be, uh, yeah, I mean, for, I think for a lot of people, it will be viewed as a 2021 game. Yeah. So, and we're not getting the next gen version sh straight away either. Yeah, and then by the time the next gen version comes out, it's like, oh, Cyberpunk. The media, the media boosted right? up yeah. again. So yeah, I, yeah, no, I, yeah. I don't know if we answered your question, but no. That that's the answer. The answer is no. I'm glad you agree. Um, we, we, we answered that. <laughs> we question. did it. Crash. Yeah. What's been in your box this week, dude? What have you been playing? Have you been out to I've play been again? Playing Yes, Good. I've been playing a little-known indie gem called Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh! Yeah. Any good? I I really like it. I'm going to be 100% honest. Damn. I really like it. I think to a very large degree, what I wanted from Assassin's Creed is back in some way, shape, or form. It's not the stealth necessarily how i would have wanted it yeah but it is close enough to how i would have wanted it that it's still enjoyable like i can go through a whole compound and go stealthy right okay uh you get the ability that like you can t for the tougher guys that you normally can't kill in one shot you can get unlock an ability that lets you um it makes you do a time thing where you have to time the bar at the right spot to get the kill on them okay at some challenge i'm doing that for now if at any point i get annoyed by it i'll probably just turn on the insta kill for everybody yeah um I like it. I feel like the combat's a little bit more weighty than the previous two games. Yeah. Like it's still distinctively like this new combat style, but it feels a little bit more weighty. Um, I like the way they're telling the story of you going to different zones and interacting with 
the characters in that way and sort of telling a a story around Eivor and what's happening with the settlement. Yeah. And then sort of leading up to the larger story. I enjoy all that. Uh, I think Eivor is a cool character for not what I've played. Are you so male far. or female? A uh, female. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, I, I just overall I just I really enjoy it. My only gripe with the game is that this is probably the most boring the climbing and parkour has felt in a while. And it might be because I, I I'm genuinely enjoying this game yeah. at this point where it doesn't feel like a chore. Um, and especially because stealth is back, you're going to be doing a lot more parkour to sneak around and all that stuff um, where that feels like a little bit lacking. Uh, and hopefully that's the next thing that they sort of aim their sights on to like sort of enhance and make better in some sort of way. But other like even that as a complaint isn't really like a complaint because I'm still enjoying the game despite that. Right. Kyle. Yeah. Everything that I played of um, from what I played, I've only about four hours in and i was doing a bunch of side stuff and just trying to run try to get my gold up and you know like the gold at the bottom and stuff yeah. like that that's what i was focusing on doing which is how i play those those assassin's creed games which is perfect it's like made for someone like me where it's like you still feel like you're progressing and i come across yeah. a bunch of little stories that i wasn't what weren't on the main beaten paths yeah. and stuff like that and i was just like damn this is this is from what i've played this is really good yeah i really like the way they do the um discovering what the objective is right like it'll show you whether it's a wealth uh, yeah um an artifact i think so. i forget I what the white one's while, called so. artifact and then um the mysteries i really like that it doesn't show you what it is until you're next to it yeah uh it adds that sense of exploration sort of like a breath of the wild not quite like not really but in that sense where it's like i see what's over there i see that it's like something and I, i'm gonna get close enough to see what it is and then by the point i'm close enough whether i'd want to walk away or not yeah i'm gonna be tempted to go in and do it um, I really like that feel. I do like the fact that um, you aren't getting a million loot drops of a bunch of random gear, most of which is going to be irrelevant. You yes. get set gear, and then you get the stuff to upgrade it, so you constantly know what you're doing, and you have stuff to work it, towards. I really like that. Yeah, to, to roll off of that and move into what I've been playing, it does exactly the same thing, which is I've been playing Immortal Phoenix Rising, which game provided by um, Ubisoft. Thank you, Ubisoft, for the code. Um I was no, I was totally, I was literally, I woke up to stream and was like, I'm going like, to chat decide what we play. Like just, it, I, I really wanted to play Assassin's Creed, to be honest with you. But I was like, yeah. Immortal Fiend and Rising just came out that day and I had the code five days prior. I just hadn't, I wasn't well enough to play it. And I was like, do you know what? You guys want to check this out? Let's check it out. Totally expected this to be a game that I jump in, I play for three hours that stream and go, I don't need, don't need to play this anymore. Like it's not for me. Don't need it. Yeah. And it turned out to be the total opposite, which it was like, this is like the perfect post operation game for me where it's, yeah. it's a beautiful palette in terms of its art and it's coloring, uh, very vibrant, very, very colorful, very child, like childlikey in its art style. Right. Yeah. And it's a couple of things that I dislike in games, really. Like, I don't like puzzles and I hate stamina bars. It has both of yeah. those. It's a puzzle game where you need to manage your stamina. Yeah. And for some reason, unlike um, Breath of the Wild, because I didn't like Breath of the Wild at all, um, and maybe I just didn't give that game enough time. And I think I've come down to the terms of I just don't like the Switch, if I'm being honest. I don't like playing games handheld. I think I've learned that in my head now, where like, Something that you need to see big, I can't shrink down. So even yeah. when it comes to Game Pass, I'm like, I can play NBA and I could play 
Like very, very certain games I could play on this, but not everything. Um, yeah. With a with um sorry, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. It just works for me. Where they're telling this very stupid story about a hero who has to save the world, who needs to help Zeus. Pretty much. That's pretty much the the be-all and end-all of the story, right? And Zeus is, talking, Zeus is narrating it along with um, somebody else. And it's just... I don't want to spoil it at all. So I just want to like let you guys play it. And it's just dumb humour, which either you're going to love the humour or you're going to hate it instantly. Either you're going to find these characters funny or you're not. I find it funny because it's just stupid. Literally some of the most stupid dud jokes. Zeus is just saying, hurry up, get to the point. Like the whole time. It's just, it's, it's, it's amusing to me. And the objective of the game, literally, it's the same as Breath of the Wild. It pretty much is, is like, go on then, do it. Explore. Figure it out. Yeah. Go do what you want to do. But it does, it does the thing which I think Breath of the Wild never did for me, which is you can do whatever you want, but this is the one place you need to go. So that's your golden right. path where Breath of the Wild doesn't do that. Breath of the it Wild is very much, it does. So you're on this journey and then you just get distracted by so much stuff. And I was, I literally said, I'm, like, I'm golden path in it. We're not worrying about side stuff. Not worrying about chess. We're not worried about nothing. We're just like, and then literally you start playing the game. You do your first tower, which is it, to me, it's the perfect crossover between Assassin's Creed and Breath of the Wild, where it's, yeah. it's climbing and it's exploring, and it has its own sort of version of eagle, like the 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 eagle vision sort of thing, like with not eagle vision, but like eagle climbing, where you sort of like your towers sort of thing, um, yeah. which you're climbing gods. That's what you're doing to to then open up the rest of the map, and that's what I just finished doing today. I've opened the the entire map that I can open, so all of the different areas, and each area is different and has different things to do in them. And the puzzles are relatively easy at the start, but they do start getting trickier and trickier. And it just, it's weird because it's just not a game I would expect to like at all. But I just do. Like the combat system works. And like you were saying um, about the loot, it's not a loot-based game. It's very much, yeah. you do get new pieces of loot, and but they're not, they're not like, this does this much damage and that does that. It's perk-driven. So... yeah. You'll get a new sword and it will do 20% more damage if they're holding a shield, let's say, or something else. And that's how you make your decisions on what piece of loot you want. And for me, it was just like, oh, this is perfect. Because I'm excited yeah. every time I get a new piece of loot to find out what the perk is. And even if I don't care about the perk, it's still like cool to have all this loot. But it's yeah. so dumb not, not i don't i feel like i say dumb dan and it's not dumb dan it's just so not the division it's or simple. cod or it's so simple you're right it's not serious yeah right? it's it's like it's like a cartoon version of assassin's creed yeah at least from what i played with uh the demo when they had the demo was very much so that it is it, it is assassin's creed for somebody who doesn't want to take it seriously it, who just wants to have fun very much so i feel like that is that is what it is the stamina system bugs me but it's meant to be, i understand it um you get wings and you can sort of glide around the world but you lose stamina when gliding which to me is frustrating i don't see why i have to lose stamina while gliding 
understand it climbing and then using my mushrooms to then decide it, can I actually climb this or not? But gliding, I'm just like, that's the one thing that bugs me. I'm like, come on. Like, seriously? It, it's for the progression of character. 100%. By the 100%. Game, fly wherever you want. 100%. I, I understand why it's there. I understand why yeah. the barriers are there. But it still frustrates me. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. There's enough different enemy types that I'm fighting, whether it's a bear or a cyclops or um, a bunch of other stuff. Again, I don't want to spoil everything or anything really. Um, and the way you approach different enemies, and you've got stealth, which does a huge amount of damage if you can sneak up on someone. It's just fun, you know. It just, it's just dumb, yeah. dumb, stupid fun. And yeah, like I say, the puzzles are not my favorite part, but I'm playing it on stream anyway, so that helps me a lot because they'll right. be like, fix you're being dumb. Come on, it's right there. Come on, so we are. But it's just, yeah, just so fun. I don't sleep yeah. on this game. I really hope if you're somebody who wants to play an Assassin's Creed like open world game, but you don't really fancy Assassin's Creed, I do think Immortal Phoenix Rising is worth your time. It's worth your money. It's worth playing. A lot of people in my chat today were saying they were going to wait for a sale for it because they like the look of it, but don't want to pay the full price for it, which I understand. Um, it's kind of come out at a weird time as well, right? Where it's like, yeah. it's underneath it's, everything. It, Cyberpunk is coming and Assassin's Creed still just came out. And yeah. yeah. Honestly, like Ubisoft out Ubisoft themselves this year. Because we got Watch Dogs, then right after that Assassin's Creed, and then right after that Immortal, Immortal Phoenix Rising. So I feel like this game's in a very unfortunate spot. It's between it's between two known IPs and one new and one new IP, which is like damn. Like yeah. to me, this feels like the perfect January game. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I you release it in a less busy month where games don't really launch. You get like people get like hyped for it, excited for it, and then the next. Year, I think know, that's what they were it. trying to do with December, though. And then Cyberpunk moved. Yeah. Yeah, prob probably. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just... I, control it, I enjoy its combat. I enjoy the puzzles. I enjoy the story. I enjoy the VO. I enjoy the world. So it's just... It's one of those games where it's like... I haven't... I'm about four hours in, five hours, maybe six maxed. Um, but I can see I'm going to finish it, which I just didn't think I would be doing. So... Yeah, interesting. Okay. Um, do you think, from what you've played, that it has a chance of getting into that top ten? Yes. Okay. So that's, far, I feel I feel like play. I still got to sit down and really think about that. If I'm being honest with right. you, um, but right now I'm like compared to everything else I've played next gen this year, other than Yakuza Like a Dragon, is my yeah. favorite experience that I've had so far. But I've also put the most time into it as well because I sort of. <laughs> went into hospital when next gen started so <laughs> right right um but yeah it's just a it's just a weird one man just a weird one i just it, i love it when a game comes out of nowhere and surprises me though it's nice it's nice so yeah yeah, yeah. no I'm, I'm um i'm generally interested to see both how it does and then how it's received by the people who do pick it up. So yeah, it's, um, cause... IGNs and that are giving it sevens. It got a couple of nines. It got a couple of eights. It's 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 doing all right critically. I... But what do the people yeah. think? Exactly. Um, I'm I'm also really interested because I don't know if you saw the season pass 
but one of the DLCs coming for the game is in a completely different pantheon with a different protagonist. I think uh-huh. it's the Japanese pantheon. I could be wrong about that. Okay. Um, and that has me interested in to see like what exactly their goal is with the future of this franchise. Because I, d- it seems like it's not going to just stick to one pantheon. It's going to be sort of like Assassin's Creed or a God of War, where they go like, "Here, we're going to do Greek, we're going to do Egyptian, we're going to do this, that." Ah, uh, give me an that Egyptian really game, I'm in, bro. You know, you know, I'd just love that. Egyptian on anything <laughs> and fixes that. <laughs> not food though. The Egyptian food is trash. Pyramids to climb. That's all. I'm in. Needs. Yeah, I'm in. Oh, that'd be dope. I'd love that. Yeah, with the, yeah. with the same comedy style and stuff like that. Yeah, man, this would be that'd be fantastic. I'd love that. Yeah. let's get into this week's dashboard we haven't got much time left but we'll try and get through it as quick as possible uh november 2020 xbox console update begins to roll out for the xbox series x slash xbox series s and the xbox one summary uh the november 2020 update is beginning to roll out for offer xbox um and all of its devices of family consoles uh the xbox series x owners get more dynamic background options and auto hcr indicator in the guide Optimize for Xbox Series X slash S badges. Make it easier to know which games are ready for Xbox Series X slash S. Um, and Game Pass members can now browse and preload games with the coming soon section, which I think is huge, actually. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Uh, I think that that's just such a nice feature that I would have never thought about. Yeah. Like, that's something that I would completely overlook. Like, I would have never thought, like, I really wish I could preload these games. Yeah. Because I, I view it as the Netflix. When it's up, it's up. When it's not there, it's not there. Right? Yeah. I think it's that, 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 um, just using your initiative a little bit more from Microsoft there, where it's like, people don't want to wait to play their games. Why are we forcing them to wait? Yeah. If the game is there and ready and we can preload it for them, why are we not doing that? Yeah. So, yeah, very big. If you want more information on this, go to Xbox Wire. Uh, dot com and uh, you can check that out uh, next up sea of thieves is getting a season pass and a battle pass um it's sorry let me say that again see uh cfe is getting seasons and a battle pass uh, in 2021. CFEs will introduce a seasonal progression system in January 2021 alongside a battle pass with a free and premium option. Uh, this was all announced as part of the final CFEs news for 2020. Rare will be moving away from the game's uh, consistently consistent monthly update model. Uh, the season system will replace this, bringing in new players, new content every three months with a new way to play introduced in every season. Starting with season one in January 2021, each season will feature regular and featured live events as well as new rewards for pirates, outlaws to uncover. I think this is a dope idea. It makes perfect sense. Um, I think it's probably easier on the devs as well, if we're being totally honest. Um, in allowing them to produce a large amount of content and then putting it out there. Plus, like we yeah. were saying, they're in the newsreel every single month that way for people that care about CFEs. Like, oh, what's in the new update? Yeah, and it's also... It, yeah, it, it gives people also a bunch of content to play at once, where I, I don't necessarily think Sea of Thieves lives with a huge amount of people who play it consistently, but there are people who will go back to it every once in a while, right? Interesting. And so this just makes sure that when they go back, there is enough content there for them to like enjoy it, right? Yeah, I or get at it. least there should be. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, for every three months, I feel like that's enough time to work on new events and new whatever else they yeah. want to work on, right? It, it doesn't have to be anything like 
drastically new, right? I, I'm sure that they will like be focusing on different stuff, don't get me wrong, but it just has to be enough new that somebody will enjoy their time in there if they already enjoy Sea of Thieves. Yeah, no, exactly. Next up, one that could have definitely been topic of the show, if we're being honest, uh, Bioware, Casey Hudson, and Mark Dara to leave studio all current project planned to continue ea has announced that casey hudson the general manager of bioware and mark dara the executive producer on the up and coming dragon age will be departing the company all current all currently ongoing projects including anthem <laughs> uh anthem next uh anthem and from next, the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect, uh, the Legendary Edition uh, remasters, among them, will continue as planned despite the leadership shifts. Uh, Samantha Ryan will continue to oversee the studio, while Christine Daly, who joined Bioware from Blizzard, will now be leading the Dragon Age project as executive producer, with Matthew Goldman remaining as creative director on the project, and the Mass Effect collection will continue to be led by Mike Gamble, as the team also remains, quote, hard at work on the future of that franchise. Crash, how does this all make you feel? This is big, big, big news. Yeah. I don't, like... It's always weird to talk about when, like, people leave studios. Because, like, you don't know exactly what they do and what their goal was. Was their goal, like, when they joined the studio whenever their last assignment, was it, like, to get the studio on track with whatever they're doing and now it's on track, they're good, and they have it in good hands, then they're just going to walk away from it at a good time? Casey's Casey like, left before as well, we right? Like where it's going? What was that? I think Casey's left before, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Casey. If I'm yeah, if I'm not mistaken, you're correct. Casey left and then came back. Back, yeah. And so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that happened, like to sort of like steer whatever it is, whatever game. Uh, I think it was Anthem. On <laughs> in the right direction or yeah. something along that, uh, along that, and they're like, okay, we're done with what we had to do. We're good. We can move on. We have other plans, other stuff we want to do. Yeah. Hopefully that's the case. But worst case is they're like, uh, the ship's sinking. We don't want to be here. We're just going to leave. I do think Casey Hudson's a name in the industry that's very well respected, right? And yeah. if you look at the last couple of projects coming out of Bioware, you're starting to lose faith in that company, right? So it yeah. def I don't know any of this. This is all pure speculation and me just talking at my butt. Um. But I do think it's one of those things where it's like, I don't like the direction this is going in, and I've not got as much control as maybe I wanted. Time for me to go. It could definitely yeah. be that. I, 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 when Anthem yeah, when Anthem I, drops, when Anthem drops again, the next Anthem, Anthem Next, or whatever they're calling it, right? People are going to scrutinize that with a magnifying glass. Same thing for Dragon Age, same thing for Mass Effect Legendary uh, Edition, and the next Mass Effect. Do you want yeah. that level of scrutiny? Yeah, I no. No, I don't either, and I don't even work in. Yeah. Like, I don't make games, so I wouldn't want it. Especially because, like, when you think about like when developers come out and they're like, "Yeah, we released this game," and like people disliked it or whatever, they had issues with it, and like the amount of like harassment they get, like, no. Yeah. Especially like if you're higher up, like, why would you want to stay with something that you believe or you see as not going in the correct direction? Exactly. Um. Yeah, I, I really I really do hope that it is the case that they came in, they did what they wanted to do, and it's like it's in good hands, we're gonna move on to better 
uh, to better things for ourselves. And better things at a gaming where the industry isn't so whiny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yes. Moving on, uh, Microsoft acquires esports tournament platform Smash.gg. Microsoft has purchased the esports tournament organization platform Smash.gg, according to the banner of the front page of the platform's website. Quote, since we started in 2015, our goal has been build an active esports scene around games people love to play. Smash.gg's website reads, Today we're excited to take the next step in that journey by joining Microsoft to help strengthen our existing relationships and explore new opportunities. Smash.gg will continue as a self-service esports platform available to tournament organizations uh, from all game communities. Crash, have you ever heard this this? website yes you have okay yeah um i don't follow it super well but i do know that a lot of tournaments use smash.gg in some some way shape or form i don't know if i think this was much more of a microsoft purchase than it was a microsoft purchase in for like xbox right um obviously i think halo and stuff like that might utilize it and everything but i do think that uh microsoft just saw like a good business opportunity in a market that's like growing that they could get their foot in to some degree and i think that's what this purchase comes to yeah um, I'm, I'm, I, I'm interested to see what it does and what it means for halo when that comes out will they sort of go towards using smash.gg in some way shape or form yeah i don't i don't know it's uh i agree with you it's like probably a case of like well, we're not buying mlg because that's going to cost a fortune and yeah. why would we we're not buying this and we're not buying this but we don't have a we don't have any market share in this right now yeah let me let's buy someone that is up and coming or has a base of players we're not going to touch it we're not going to mess with it but there it is we can help even just look at i'm looking at their website right now i'm like yeah that needs a facelift if we're being totally honest um to do that and it's just a few things like that where i feel like it, this could definitely it could definitely be a big deal one day. And why would you not want to have a finger in the esports pie? You know, like you yeah. said, this could, they could run the Gears of War tournaments through this. Now they could run the Halo tournaments. They could be whatever they own it. Now. Why, why wouldn't they want, want a piece of that pie? And if you can get in cheap enough, why, why not do it? You know? Yeah. So yeah, Agreed. good for them. Next up, Microsoft Flight Simulator to get VR support in December 2020 and a UK world update in 2021. Microsoft Flight Simulator will get VR support on December 2020, uh, December 22nd, 2020, and a substantial, a substantial, sorry, UK uh, world update that will be ready January 26th, 2020. Um, nothing more to add there, but I just thought it was uh, worth speaking about. Obviously. Microsoft own game game I have not had the chance to yeah. play yet I will play before game of the year talk though I will definitely be playing it um is that it's a, on game pass is it on console yet no I don't think okay. so I don't believe it is so and your PC will literally blow up if you yeah but I, I couldn't <laughs> but I no. I will check it out before the game of the year talk and just to say that I've played it um not a game you can actually complete so I'll say I completed it as well <laughs> of course got a Gotta get another tick. On. Gotta get another tick. Yeah. Uh, the last really big no last news story already, which is State of Decay 2 update includes new Xbox Series X 
uh, slash S optimization. Uh, developer Undead Labs has announced that State of Decay 2 and the Xbox Series S and X versions have been optimized alongside the launch of some other year end of year updates and content state of decay 2 players on those consoles can now enjoy the benefit of newer hardware including faster load times which was one of the big problems in that game improved world yeah. and shadow details and other graphical enhancements both consoles run the console at six, uh, 60k at 60 fps up to 4k resolution crash i want to go back you want to go back i, I was literally going to ask you does this make you want to go back? Yes. So no, you, will, you will go back. My problem is, yeah. am I going to go back and play at co-op? Uh, I didn't love the co-op, but I feel like this game is more fun in co-op. It's a, it's a fun, right. do you know what I mean? So yeah. for me, it's a case of, I want to go back. I, want, I've, I love State of Decay 1, and I, I wanted to love State of Decay 2, I just couldn't because it was so broken when it released. It was so broken. Now with new hardware, yeah. with faster load with these SSDs on fast load times, it's optimized. I want to go back. So I think we should go back. Yeah. I kind of wish I waited for this to play State of Decay 2. Why don't we just start See, over? I didn't play We should just start I didn't over. Play State of Decay 1. Yeah, man, you missed it that. Got, it got like a bunch of love, and then I was like, oh, State of Decay 2 is coming out. It's going to have co-op. Yeah. I'll wait for that. It's going to be better, because everyone said, like, I really wish State of Decay 1 had co-op, and this is going to be, like, the perfect version, and then it comes out. I feel it like... Is the game it is. I feel like we'd literally start doing our uh, My Xbox and Me live streams again, and this okay. is this is one of those games that we sit... We play, we play... We might play it for an hour. We might play it for three hours. Who knows? Depends what mood we're in, and we just sit there, and we play it. All right. And we start again I'm, from I'm the beginning down. and do it. Start all over. Okay. Start all over. I'm I'm not against it. I'm not against it either. All right, maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do just that. Maybe, maybe is the key word, everybody. Maybe. Uh, we've got a bunch of new games coming to uh, uh, Game Pass in December. Starting at the top, Doom Eternal, December 3rd. Uh, Haven, December 3rd. Rage 2 on Android, December 3rd. Uh, Slime Rancher, Android and Console, December 3rd. Uh, VALL, uh, VA11 Hall A, Cyberpunk Bartender Action, uh, PC, December 3rd. Yes, Your Grace, Android, Console and PC, December 3rd. Dragon Quest 11? Yes, 11. I fucking smashed it. Uh, oh, S I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, is that supposed to be Series X and S? No. Uh, 11, Echoes of an... Echoes of the Excuse... Excuse Age? Elusive. Elusive. Eh. Yeah, that makes sense. Definitive Edition, uh, console and PC, December 4th. Call the Sea, Android console and PC, December 8th. Monster Century, of uh, Android and console December 8th, Starband on PC December 8th, Unto the End console and PC December 6th, uh, Assetto Corsa, Android and console December 10th, Gang Beasts, great game, Android and console December 10th, Greedful Android console and PC December 10th, Super Hot Mind Control Delete, Android and console December 10th, and Ukulele. And the impossible layout. Android, console, and PC, December 10th. 
Games with gold this month uh, for December. You've got the Raven, the Raven Remastered, uh, December 1st to December 31st. The League 2, available December 16th to January 15th. Saints Row Get Out of Hell, December 1st to December 15th. And Stacking. Stacking? St stacking? Yeah, I think that's right. December 16th to December 31st. Crash. Bump, yes. bump, bump. Another one bites the dust. Bump, bump, bump. Another one bites the dust. And another one bites, and another one bites. Right, let's plug, 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 get ourselves out of here. Don't take your headphones off. What are you going to plug? What you, got, what you got to plug this week, my friend? Uh, this week, what I have to plug is... Um, it's big. TV forward slash MC Fixer. <laughs> is that because you ain't he's, live he's yet? <laughs> that, that channel's been back streaming. <laughs> You're such a scrub. Um, my big one is if you are subscribed to the youtube.com slash my Xbox and me, or you listen to this podcast, I need you to do me a big, 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 big favor. We're trying to hit five. I am trying to hit 5K over on youtube.com slash MC Fixer. We are currently sitting at 4,296 subscribers. By the end of the year, I want to hit 5K. Will it happen? Probably not. But if you listen to this show, I'm sure you will enjoy my other content that I make. I do unboxings for like press packages that I get. I've played some Sony games. I know Sony had their right. I uh, played some Spider-Man. I played some Valhalla. I've got an Immortal Phoenix Rising video up. Two and two and a half hours of when I first played it. So that first initial period. Um, Crash Bandicoot Let's Plays. I've got so much content on there. I do interviews. And in 2020, I've got so much more coming. So if you are someone who listens to this podcast but didn't know I have a, a personal channel, I would absolutely love it if you could go subscribe to that. If you've got multiple accounts, go subscribe on multiple accounts. I don't care. I just want to hit 5K, you know? You know, Crush? Mm, I know. 5K, good number. Do you know like Drake? You know, you know, you know. Yeah, I, uh, he's same wavelength. I respect it. Until next time, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. And until then, I will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Goodbye. Goodbye.